that is presented before us in the gospel reading today taken from Luke chapter 9 we see that there is a great multitude that is gathered together following Jesus all the way into a deserted place and there Christ is teaching preaching and healing all those who are in need but there's a problem night is approaching the evening will soon come and the thousands who are gathered there have no provision whatsoever of food drink or shelter this was of particular concern for the disciples of Jesus Christ and so they approach Christ and say to him, or rather they ask, send these people away. Let them go into the countryside so that they can find food, drink, and lodging. And Jesus replies, interestingly enough, and it should be noted, you give them something to eat. Now Christ knew for a fact, because he's all-knowing, he's God, that the disciples only had five loaves of bread and two fish. There was no way that they were going to feed them with such a small portion. And even then, if they were to go to the countryside and buy such provisions, there still wouldn't be enough. They probably didn't have that kind of currency. Lastly, Christ knew that they would not be able to perform a miracle as he was about to do by turning those five loaves of bread and two fish into a multitude of bread, a multitude of fish for all those who were gathered there. Why would Christ put his disciples in such a challenging position, knowing very well that the request that he gave to them, they couldn't fulfill. Christ is teaching them and us today that if we see a need before us, we are not to run to someone else as the disciples did, not to run to something or somewhere, but to look inside of ourselves as I had taught you before and see that you have the power and the strength the courage to overcome to see the need before you and provide for it within yourself you see Christ was preparing his disciples 
for their future ministry. After the Pentecost, these disciples would go to India, to China, to all the corners of the world. And there wouldn't be any Jesus to go and say, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? How are we going to talk? How are we going to preach? How are we going to heal? How? Where? Why? Jesus, help us. There's no Jesus around after the ascension. So then Christ was preparing them to realize that the need they see before them has to be addressed by them. You and I as Orthodox Christians, we often see the need before us, but yet we always go to this person, to that person, to this Sachin, to that Chemachin, to this bishop, to this prayer group, to this church, to this parish. But do we take responsibility for our needs that we see before us? I'm very proud of many of us here today because we saw the need for an English parish here in this city and the surrounding region and we put our actions with our words and now we have a parish that is a beacon of light for all of the diocese for all of the church to see that indeed there can be a church that is fully functioning working well where everything is all English. But personally speaking, for you and for me, when we see a spiritual need inside of ourselves, when we, so to speak, come to this church and we don't find a certain connection, we don't seem to be empowered in a certain way, are we blaming the church? Are we blaming the parish? Are we running towards something else? Are we running toward some other system? Or are we looking within ourselves and saying, what am I doing about it? Christ was telling his disciples, why are you coming to me? You're my disciples. What are you going to do about it? When we look at our own spiritual life and the depravity that there is within it, we see a lack of fasting. Isn't it true? How many of us fasted in, during the Apostles' fast? The Romitian fast is coming. How many of us are going to fast? How many of us are attending church on a regular basis and receiving the communion? Many of us are. But what I am trying to teach you is that when you see your own spiritual need, look within yourself and realize that I need to do something. And what I need to do is take the tools that the church has taught me and use it in my day-to-day -day life. It's always been the focus of our age group within this church denomination to say, I don't get anything out of the church. I'm not receiving anything. But my question to you today is, what are we putting in? We might be lay leaders. We're putting in. We are participating here. We're putting in. We're active. 
We're putting in. We're doing all those things. And that will reap its fruit. But the spiritual, that's always what we lack. When we don't spiritually nourish ourselves, we can't say, I'm not getting out anything out of St. Luke. This church isn't doing anything for me. No, what have you done for the church lately? What have you done in your spiritual life? Which is a cause of great rejoicing in the kingdom of God. Not fasting only the 50 days, but taking every single fast in the church into serious consideration. Taking Psalm 51 into memory. Taking Psalm 91 and Psalm 121. I want to give you that challenge today. Can you memorize those three Psalms? 51, 91, 121. Then you don't have to be fumbling for your book when you're praying. See, when you put yourself in the position of saying, I got an issue in my life, I'm at fault. Not anyone else, not something, not someone. Then you begin to become successful in your life. You can't blame nobody in the workplace for the deficiency in your work performance. So why is it that when we come to church, we can blame the action, we can blame this, we can blame that, but we can't blame ourselves. I gotta blame myself if there's a deficiency in my own life. In my own church when there's a deficiency, this something that I think about, what am I doing wrong? Am I praying for these people enough? They're going through spiritual struggles. They're going through deep things in their life. Am I doing enough for them? And often, the answer to that question is, no, I'm not. You see, we can answer that question, and that question should lead us and should propel us to do something in our life. We should ask ourselves, here and in this day, what am I going to do? Am I going to pray? Am I going to fast? Am I going to seek God? Am I going to seriously take this Christian job with the utmost discipline in my life? Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this morning you have given to us to spend in worship with you. And we ask right now that you bring us to a great seriousness about our own spiritual life. As you told the disciples, you feed them. So also, you speak to us this morning and give us the instruction to take care of our spiritual life. Not to look elsewhere, but to look within. This is a most difficult thing, my Lord. But you have given us grace beyond grace. Mercy beyond grace. Mercy. Forgiveness where it is undeserving. Love you have showered upon our lives. And we are so thankful for that. And in this morning, as we receive your body and blood, help us to start a new beginning so that we can take our fasting, our spiritual life, see the need in our homes, in our church, 
and to say that is my responsibility. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We remember our forefather who passed before us. His Grace, Holy Joseph Mar Dionysius, Malungur Metropolitan, for this Kukul. May his prayers be a strong one for us. Your priest shall be clothed in righteousness, your saints in glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. For your servant David's sake, turn not away the face of your anointed.